We've been talking about how rough it is up in the Northwoods. This may end up literally being the worst year they've had for snow in recorded history. The trails may not open at all in places like Vilas County, where Eagle River is. It is a real, real bad situation. This is Dick Leinenkugel, the former president of Leinenkugel Brewery, who lives full-time in Eagle River. We have over 700 miles of snowmobile trails here in Vilas County that connect our 11 townships and our city of Eagle River. And snowmobile clubs, they're mostly all volunteer. This economy in the winter is driven by by snowmobiling. Uh, A UW-Madison extension study cited in 2016 that it brought over $18.5 million of economic impact here. And if you look at that in today's dollars, that's over $27 million. You know, we didn't have Christmas and New Year's. That's a critical week. The MLK holiday weekend was a non-event up here. So the next big weekend, really, for snowmobiling is President's Day weekend. And when you look at this El Nino weather pattern, uh, it doesn't look like we're going to get any snow for that either. And uh, the temps are all in the mid-30s, much like what Milwaukee's experiencing. So that is Dick Kugel. Then we were joined by one of those business owners that Dick mentioned Chris Greeby is with Wild Eagle Lodge, and he talked about the tough decisions and how it's playing out for some local businesses. It's tough. Some folks have the ability where they can, you know, see it coming, and then they can try to stop the bleeding, call it, and and shut down for a long week or two or however long it takes. But the, the thing to think about with that, you know, that may help the business, but there's there's employees and, and real people involved that rely on the, the tips and, and the customers and the hospitality industry as a whole to, to make it go around. So it, it can get it can get um, hard for a lot of people very quick. Chris Greeby, Wild Eagle Lodge. So here's what we need to do. We need to figure out if we can declare an emergency for those counties up there. Now, listen to me. Hear me out. Governor Scott Walker in 2012 declared a drought emergency for all 72 counties in the state of Wisconsin. Every county, he declared a drought emergency. And at the time, this is what he said about that. The lack of rainfall in the southern half of the state has hit hard in a crucial part of the growing season. Farm families are suffering under the stress and worry. It's a matter of statewide importance. Agriculture adds more than $59 billion to our economy output every year and accounts for 345,000 jobs. One in every 10 Wisconsinite depends on agriculture for employment. It's a vital sector of our economy that we need to protect. And the governor declared a state of emergency. I think we all think a state of emergency is as a tornado wipes out of town. A flood knocks down bluffs and washes away houses on the Mississippi. But this was a drought a little more than 10 years ago. And he talked about the vitality of agriculture to our economy. Well, in 2022, the last year figures were available. The economic impact of tourism in our state was $24 billion. 1 million, excuse me, 100 million out-of-state visitors to Wisconsin. In our state, there are 174,000 tourism jobs. So the numbers kind of mirror the agriculture numbers. It's the same concept. We need to see if there's the willingness and the mechanism to declare a state of emergency. So I looked this up. This is from Wisconsin State Statutes. It's Chapter 323, Subchapter 2. Declaration of Emergency Management by the Governor. 
The governor may issue an executive order declaring a state of emergency for the state or any portion of the state if he or she determines that an emergency resulting from a disaster or the imminent threat of a disaster exists. Governor Walker used the logic that it was an economic disaster because of what was happening. They are not going to open the trails in places like Eagle River, Manaqua, St. Germain, you name it, three rivers at all this entire winter season. It's devastating. Here's another option. ARPA money, the American Rescue Plan. That's the money that was funding given to local and state governments to help economies post-COVID. I know what you're thinking. This has nothing to do with COVID. Listen to how some of this money's been used. Just this past November, yeah, like two months ago, $9.3 million of this was given to build a soccer district in Milwaukee, down in the Iron District. In August, $1.3 million for 24-hour school safety tip line and additional resource officers in schools. That's not COVID either, and we still have that money left over. Let's use some of it. I'll throw out one more. We have $7 billion in surplus, the largest in state history, literally. And we can't decide, and I say we, I don't get to decide. The guys in Madison and the gals in Madison can't decide how to use the surplus money. My first option would be give it back to all of us. But if it's just sitting there and we're not going to use it for anything else, don't spend it on crap. Maybe we use the surplus money to help the businesses up north. But I'd like to see our electeds talk about a state of emergency because of the drought. It's really interesting because you're right. You think of flooding. You think of a blizzard, right? State of emergency in Waukesha, the last blizzard we had, coincidentally. Uh, the, The drought was one I had forgotten about, but certainly had its impact on farming and multiple industries. This is so unpredictable what is happening in the northern part of our state. And these local businesses, these family-run businesses, are backs against the wall trying to figure out a way to get out of it and remain viable. Meanwhile, people are altering their plans. And you have urged and I have urged, no, head up there. Do what you want to do. Do do something a little different than what you intended. But you got to do anything you can to keep this place moving and afloat. Yeah, this is an emergency. If the governor declares a state of emergency, that allows a lot of things to happen. It allows no interest loans and grants for businesses that could use that to keep their doors open. It allows businesses to do things they would not be able to do. It frees up money that the state has to help good companies get through a really rough time. We need to take a look at this. We're going to have on tomorrow, Rob Swearingen is the state representative for Florence County, Vilas County, Oneida County. He's the Northwoods representative by and large. He's going to join us to talk through this. But I say we've got to reach out and see if we can have the governor at least look at the mechanism for declaring a state of emergency for those counties in the Northwoods. I reached out to the governor's office and have not heard back. But that's fine. I'm not going to let it go there. I'm going to continue to try to get in touch with the governor's office and his people. We will get an answer. Is this a good idea or is this a stupid idea? 855-616-1620. We are going to stay on that. And to your point, Greg, I've had a long scheduled weekend, Michelle and I have, to go up to Eagle River this next weekend, leaving tomorrow to snowmobile. Well, there's no snowmobiling, but we're going. We're going to go. We're going to see a hockey game. We're going to eat. We're going to drink. We're going to spend some money in the grocery store. We're going to do it. The people up there need us now more than ever.